Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Thursday, the 1st of September, the year of our Lord, 2022. It is the traditional back to school. This is the lead up to Labor Day weekend. Everybody will be fully engaged next Tuesday. Uh, we've got this thing is jam-packed. In fact, we're going to be jam-packed uh, and live all the way through uh, Labor Day weekend. We've got so much going on, doing pre-buttles this afternoon, continuing on that powerful show we had last night at 6 o'clock on Joe Biden's, um, you know, the anti-fascist speech. We're going to have MTGs actually on join us in the evening to talk about the White House calling her out and Governor DeSantis from the White House press room on something I've never seen before in American politics. So we're getting all that. But um I want the audience to understand, we're not here, we only do this show so that every moment of the show is providing you information and data and analysis that you can use in what we call human agency, both in your personal life, but also in your community life, and as you get engaged actually in politics, your political life, to make sure that you are a force multiplier. Uh, we've got a lot of great stuff breaking today, all of which the worm's at the tip of the spear of the James O'Keefe situation, the Boston Children's Hospital situation. But I want to start with the, and we always focus on signal, not noise here. We were the first show to start on pandemic. We started on January, I think, 20th of 2020 with the war room pandemic and take everything through the pandemic. I, we told people what was going to happen. You're going to have this pandemic that was going to lead to an economic crisis or lead to a financial crisis that then would lead to a geopolitical crisis. That is all here. Today, Axios reports that uh, what I've said now for six years, Iran, uh, Russia and China have basically formed an alliance and are working together to control the Eurasian landmass. And that will have and by the way, forced by the U.S. government, Russia forced by the U.S. government into the arms of the mullahs in Iran, into the existential threat to our country, the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, but underpinning all this is what's happening in our own country, not just the invasion of the southern border, which obviously is not just random, as Todd Benzman and everybody's told you over and over again as we've gone through and had the great reporting from everybody from Ben Burkwam to Oscar Ramirez to all the reporters we've had in Mexico uh, following this, that now you have you know 4.9 million. Oscar said yesterday on the show, he thinks it's actually 9 million um, uh, illegal aliens or unauthorized aliens, whatever you want to call them, uh, here in this nation. And by the way, I'm not demonizing them. They're, they're making a logical choice. The United States is open. Let me get up there as soon as possible. Um, but underpinning this is is a deep uh, administrative state cultural war in this country, right, to actually dumb us down and destroy us, to destroy our civilization and destroy our society. Uh, reports out today, I want to bring in Tiffany Justice for Moms for Liberty. Remember, the theory of the case for the Moms for Liberty and other parental rights groups is that, hey, we want in a government-run school, in a public school, 
We want the public schools to focus on the basic skill set that young people need to compete in a industrial and post-industrial world against uh, kids in China, against kids in India. We have no problem with competition at all. The United States never has, but we need those children to be at the top of their game. And in and, and doing that, we need the time in those schools dedicated, dedicated to make sure that they come out and they have um, not what they call critical thinking skills by this indoctrination program, but the basics of math, of rhetoric, of language, of reading, of comprehension, of all those basics from the good old 19th century, right, that led us to become an industrial powerhouse and to win World War II. Right into 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 actually win World War One. We need that level of teaching. So the uh, today reported uh, Associated Press. Now everybody's picked up the story. Guess what? Uh, a massive drop in reading and math skills. I think the math reading skills dropped to thirty years. Math skills dropped thirty year lows. Math skills dropping beyond comprehension. And wait for it. They're blaming the pandemic. No, this is gaslighting and a lie. Okay, what the pandemic did is expose to the parents who, by the way, were not political at all when this started. They were not political. They just care about their kids. They saw on those computer screens exactly what was going on. You know what? It was not reading, writing, and arithmetic. They thought they're dropping their kids off at school and the kids are, you know, are learning this and they're watching the computer screens. They're walking by and the kids, little kids up there, and they're not seeing that. They're seeing something totally, radically different. Tiffany Justice, walk through what this report says today, this bombshell report. And I'm so proud that we have, in April of 2021, I said that the moms of America are going to be the key that picks the lock in this country to turn this country around, and they're going to do it through the school boards. It's because of the mass mandates, the vaccine mandates, but also what they're finding out of what... uh, uh, little Johnny and Sue are not learning in school. Tiffany Justice, walk us through this report and why Moms for Liberty and other parental rights group are at the cutting edge of really turning this country around and saving this republic, ma'am. So I served on the school board from 2016 to 2020, and, and I started to, I wanted to serve because I was watching in my own children's school district. We had 28% of African-American students reading on grade level, but this school was getting an A in the state grading system consistently. And I just kept thinking, you know, if I was the principal of this school, I would reject the A. How can you have an entire subgroup of students not reading on grade level and yet celebrate an A? And I know I've come on before and said school districts do two things really well. They protect themselves with our taxpayer dollars and they celebrate themselves and they do that to protect themselves. And so what we're seeing right now with school districts across the country is they're not talking about student achievement. They're talking about rankings. Uh, Oh, our district went up in the rankings. Well, why did your district go up in the rankings? Not because the kids did better. It's because other districts did worse than your district. And that's a lie. And so parents are done being lied to in America when it comes to their children's education. You're right, Steve. COVID uh, was very difficult in many ways, but it is a blessing. And we at Moms for Liberty are making lemonade. We are awake now. We see what's happening with our children. And when you saw parents across the country during the pandemic, fighting to open schools. We were told kids are resilient. Learning loss isn't real. Opening schools is white supremacy. School isn't closed, just the buildings are. Kids don't need to see faces. Is that true? Really? I mean, American parents are not stupid. 
And, and you're right about the scores. I mean, they've only gotten worse. You have Chicago public schools whose teachers unions have been totally out of control, fighting against the mayor. And yet Randy Weingarten's in Chicago celebrating the Chicago Teachers Union, and their scores have dropped from about 30, 40 percent proficiency before the pandemic to down into the teens. You have Senator Tiara Mack, you know, having kids lie down on the steps of the Rhode Island Capitol building after a school shooting, covering themselves with fake blood. But only 11 percent of kids in Rhode Island are proficient in reading. I mean, when I say that our children are being turned into little social justice warriors, they are. There is not a concern for these children to be literate. They, they want them to be politically literate, but not actually literate. And so we're seeing a lot of the traditional ways that reading has been taught being challenged now. Balanced literacy is really going out the window and people are going back to phonics. But when we look at a lot of these different uh, curriculums that are being used for reading across the country, they don't have a focus on phonics. And that's where we need to get back to. And American parents are wise to the game. We're done with Randy Weingarten being this arsonist pretending to be a firefighter. I don't know if you know, Steve, but the White House just convened a meeting. Dr. Jill Biden apparently presided over it. And it was a big payday to American teachers unions. And guess who wasn't at the table? Guess who didn't have a seat? Parents. What is um, this report it lays it all out? I mean, you can't hide from this anymore. This is why we're not competitive. I mean, I think we rank it like 50th in the world. It is of the one of our highest priorities to sort this out. And this is tell us about what parental rights is, why it's so important and why people out there, even folks that don't have children or their children are grown, have to participate in this and have to get engaged in this really at the cutting edge of turning this nation around. Yeah, parental rights are, are fundamental rights. That means that you as the parent have the right to direct the upbringing of your child, their medical care, their education, their health care, their moral and religious upbringing. And I think we've seen very clearly across the United States that parental rights are under attack. As I've come on the show and said before, there are social transition forms where children are changing their gender at school and schools are keeping it a secret from parents. This isn't just about parents getting involved. We need every single member of that your listeners across America to recognize this is the biggest national security crisis that we have. A generation of children who cannot read, who cannot think for themselves, who cannot look at data and make independent decisions. You talked about critical thinking. We want our kids to be critical thinkers. We want them to be able to take in information and analyze it and make a decision for their own. But that's not what's happening. Critical theory is what has been laced into American public schools. And, and that really makes the child be at odds with everything, including the United States of America. Kids in America right now are being taught that America is a systemically racist, broken country that cannot be redeemed and that it must be torn down and, and rebuilt. And that's really that Marxist theology that it has entered into all of our schools. And we do need every single person to fight. It's why we started Moms for Liberty, so that parents would have a louder voice, so that we could get a seat at the table. And we're working very hard to get a seat at all levels of government. Our moms are working at the local level with their school boards, their town councils, their county commissions. We're working at the state level with legislators. And now we're working at the national level. And the message to Miguel Cardona and Dr. Uh, Jill Biden and Joe Biden is stop making parents the enemy. Parents are the number one driver of student success. Schools should be rolling out the red carpet for parents. You cannot do this without us. And yet you see schools continually pushing parents out. And I really think, Steve, it's because they are failing and they don't want that data to be revealed. They want to focus on everything else. I call it alphabet soup. 
S-E-L-D-E-I-C-R-T. If only the kids felt safe and valued in school, then maybe they'd learn. You know what, schools? You focus on teaching our kids to read, and we'll focus on raising them and helping them to feel safe and valued. Uh, how do people get to your social media, and how do they get to uh, – I want to have you back on tomorrow or over the weekend about this, about the U.S. government's push, what you tweeted out this morning. Um, but tell people how they get to your social media, and how do they get to uh, Moms for Liberty? Yeah, and if you feel that I'm passionate this morning or a little angry, I am. These children deserve to learn to read. So if you're angry too, go to momsforliberty.org and sign up to join a chapter or start a chapter. You can donate to Moms for Liberty. We have moms doing amazing work all over the country that we need to support. We're working to get school board members elected all over the country, and it's so incredibly important. We need to reclaim public education in America. There are bad actors who have been in control, and we need to take our kids' education back and give them a chance at being successful in life. Tiffany, you were dead right on the theory of the case and the action plan to turn it around. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, sir. Right there is why this is what this is what Marlaco was about. Trust me. They see this build up at the ground, grassroots level of these moms, all these parental rights groups, Glenn Story in Texas, all these other, you know, Moms for America, Moms for Liberty. The moms aren't having it anymore. And that's why they want to divert the attention to over to Trump in these documents in this in the presidential library. Let's bring in Mike Davis. Uh, I, I'm gonna get to the Keefe stuff later because O'Keefe, the guy, the guy was put on leave last night. It's a massive thing because of you being a force multiplier on the show, audience. You did a great job. Let's bring in Mike Davis. Uh, Mike, um, and if Denver can get up the uh, if Denver can get up some of the articles, and I only got Mike for a minute here, but hold him through the break. Mike Davis. Um, I want you to go back through your theory of the case just quickly because you've been dead right on since the first time we had you on the show about this. This thing is now a total farce. They're talking about obstruction of justice after the election. They just wanted to get out there to divert our attention away from the work of the day, which is to destroy them politically at the ballot box on 8 November. Uh, Mike Davis. So, yeah, quickly, Steve, the president, any president has the absolute constitutional power to declassify anything he wants. It's legally impossible for him to be charged under the Espionage Act, uh, the uh, it, it, the President Presidential Records Act contemplates that former presidents have uh, classified records when they leave office. That's why they get security clearances for them and the federally funded staff. They have office space. They have skiffs. So it's not even possible for for President Trump to be legally possible for President Trump to have violated these other statutes that that deal with government records. The Presidential Records Act is the one that trumps those statutes, pun intended. And then it, so it's not legally possible for Trump to have obstructed investigations. Mike, hang on for one second. We'll hold you through the break just for a couple of minutes, let you go. I know you, get, you have pressing business to attend to. So we're short break. Mike Davis, we've got Dave Walsh, Ben Harnwell, Steve Cortez. Europe is in free fall, as we told you. Why? Because of energy. All next in the war room. It's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. 
They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back to the war. And by the way, we're going to stay on this theme of uh, they can't hide it anymore, the complete drop and and, and and bottom falling out of the education. Now the numbers they can't hide from anymore, and it's not the pandemic, okay? It's not the pandemic. First of all, they were warned about shutting down the schools in the pandemic, but it's also... The pandemic was providential in showing the parents of this country the indoctrination of the students. Uh, yesterday, because of this audience making it viral, what O'Keefe did, uh, the assistant principal in that school has uh, is now on leave. Uh, there's a firestorm up there, even among the woke liberals. They're in shock about what this guy was saying. And that's in Connecticut, in Greenwich, right, which is the wealthiest. I think Greenwich and Palm Beach are the two wealthiest uh, zip codes in the nation. Um, they're, they're in shock what's going on. We're exposing this every day. The whole theme throughout this day, this day, the, the show this morning is going to be this on every different aspect we touch on. I want to go to Mike Davis. Mike, the, the, what's come out in the last 70, 48 hours from the leaks from Politico, from Kyle Cheney, p- people got to read Kyle Cheney. Kyle Cheney is essentially the comms department of the DOJ. Okay. When you're reading Politico and Kyle Cheney, you're hearing Merrick Garland explain to you am i not correct mike kyle cheney is trying to explain to the world what Gar- i mean he's basically garland's dictating to him what he's reporting and now you've got politico doing these stories oh you know he's got so many hurdles to get through to, for a prosecution right or, or or now it's obstruction of justice this is pro- all this process nonsense or you know i think they've got to really wait and build this case that it's uh that it's uh it's going to be after the election or now his lawyers have got a problem we went from this firestorm of nuclear codes three weeks ago or two weeks ago, which is a stone cold lie in the Washington Post. Josh Dawson, you guys, you ought to put your Pulitzer, you ought to send it back until you retract that. That was a lie. You were fed a lie as they fed all kind of lies. This is just like Russia. It's just like all the other stuff. They feed lies and the mainstream media just takes it and repurposes it and sends it out there in a platform, and it all turns out to be nonsense later, right, Mike Davis? And now you're seeing this thing is a total, complete joke. It's the reason I hated covering this story from the very beginning, except for the fact it shows you the police state of the Gestapo, the FBI, which is now the agents are turning on, the good guys are turning on uh, Chris Ray and the others, and you're going to have people in the D- in DOJ, the still the good ones there, the good folks there, do the same thing. Mike Davis, your assessment. Sir, since Davis... You have been dead right from the very second you came on the show on the day of what happened. You laid it out. You haven't backed off an inch. And Mike Davis has been absolutely 100% correct. That's what he goes on these other shows like a fox. Their heads are blowing up. 
And Davis just, boom, he's just going full, full war room on him. But it's relentless. Davis, is this now just a sham and a joke? This is a complete political charade. I've said that from day one. They, first, they said that Pre President Trump had all these classified documents. And, and, and then when we pointed out that he, he classified them, they said, oh, that's not, that's a lie. He didn't declassify them. He didn't have the power. And then we pointed to his January 19, 2021 declassification memo on the crossfire hurricane records and, and other records. And so that, there goes the espionage charge. And then they said that he stole these records and that he violated all these government statutes. Then we pointed out the Presidential Records Act specifically says that the president could have these, and that fell apart. And then they're saying that then we have that Merrick Garland leaked out that he didn't personally approve this raid. He leaked that out to Newsweek after it blew up in their faces. That was a lie. Then the nuclear documents. They said he had nuclear documents to try to justify this raid. That was a lie. It's, they said that President Trump wasn't involved, or President Biden wasn't involved in this, this decision. That was a lie. Jonathan Sue. Deputy White House counsel to, to President Biden had to waive President Trump's claim of executive privilege. And so it's just constant lies. Now it's constant lies. It's constant leaks. Now they're getting desperate. And this pleading from the Justice Department was desperate. They have a picture in there to make it look like Trump had these classified records all over his office floor. It's nonsense. These were declassified. This was his personal copy. They were in his drawers. They were safe. They were under Secret Service protection. He has staff with security clearances, federally funded staff, federally funded office space, secure office space. This is a charade. It's because Trump has the crossfire hurricane records that he declassified and he took a personal copy. It is terrifying to Obama, uh, Biden, Hillary, James Clapper, Susan Rice, the FBI, the intel community, the deep state. They know that these crossfire hurricane records are damning, and that's what this raid was all about. They went to this biased magistrate judge who just recused from President Trump's civil lawsuit on June 22nd. Somehow his bias went away, and now they're in cover-up mode. And, and this is and, why the House is bad enough, but they got to stop us taking the Senate because they don't want Grassley being in charge of these committees. That's why I'm saying today we got to put all the nonsense and all our disagreements aside and get focused, get over the target, and win a sweeping victory in the House 50, 60, 70 seats that are there for us and take the Senate by four or five and then get Chuck Grassley and these guys in charge of this and let's get on with it. Let's have some real investigation. Let's have some real hearings. Mike Davis, uh, how do people follow you on social media and how do they get to your site? You've just done, you have done, sir, uh, magnificent work here. You've done a great, this, what you have done is a great service to this country. You have been a rock on this from the beginning and you've cited Supreme Court cases, you've said, which you've never seen in these other shows. They're all talking about this and that, and now they're talking about some process crimes, and maybe his lawyers are in trouble, and they signed some affidavits, they did whatever. The only thing I would hope, because I'm a guy that always likes being on offense. I, you're 41G. I think we've mentioned enough. I love the uh, the Trump lawyers, but go on a action, action, action. Please listen to Mike Davis when he's on the show. 41G, let's get on with it. Please, let's get on with it. When Mike Davis has said he's been the rock of Gibraltar on this, immovable and dead spot on from the beginning. Mike Davis, how do you get to Article 3? How do we get to your social media? Appreciate it, Steve. It's article3project.org, article number 3 project. Uh, at article 3 project on Getter, Twitter, Truth, at article number 3 project. And then my personal is MRD. D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And again, thank you, Steve. Thank you, sir.
You see, Gorsuch and uh, and Grassley are quality people, and they have quality people work for them. That's how you can see a guy like Mike Davis. Okay, do I have is Cortez? Is he, he has. Okay, we're gonna get Cortez on a second. Let me go. Let me bring in Ben Harnwell and uh, and uh, uh, and and Dave Walsh. Uh, Dave, let me let me cut to it for a second. I'm gonna bring Ben in for a bigger picture. Uh, Steve Cortez doing some analysis. He's going to join us here momentarily. Dave. Now there are hundreds of stories everywhere from the Dutch are canceling mass. Okay. Now, besides the fact that the church has destroyed itself and you, what used to be one of the strongholds of when I was in the, uh, the Benedictine military academy that I went to as a, a young person to help form me, we had a, uh, we had a, uh, the, the abbot or the head of, head of school was of Dutch origin. A Benedictine monk, and they were no nonsense. Okay, these guys are like it's this way, not that way. It's this way, and so the Dutch Church at one time was so strong and so powerful, and now you don't—they're they're canceling mass. Okay, uh, and they're but they're blaming it on the Ukraine, uh, on the Ukraine situation, energy, ninety percent increases to energy. You've got people on TikTok in England and Ireland putting up their bills like nine thousand pounds or nine thousand euros. And they're saying, how can I pay this? This is more than more than I've got in the bank for all my life. Dave Walsh, talk to us about, because you're the one that said, and I think this triggered it, when you said, hey, you think Great Britain's got inflation today, the 13%, that's nothing. Their, their, their energy costs are going to go up four, four, four or five X, not four or five percent, not 50 percent, four or five times by next spring. Dave Walsh, give me a couple of minutes on Europe energy the implosion of the judeo-christian west leading starting in europe sir well we had uh, even a month ago Cam uh, germany hanover germany no hot showers publicly privately by mandate um we had a pub in the uk yesterday publish a uh, seventy-seven thousand dollar annual pound gas bill that they're projecting <laughs> No, but this is the reality. This is the reality. Hold on, repeat, repeat this because we, this is the the thing. Seventy-seven thousand pounds is that what it was? Seventy-seven thousand yeah, pounds for the yeah, energy cost projection. This rather large pub held up a projected bill for his next twelve months of energy supply about seventy-seven thousand pounds. If if prices continue where they are, at then at you know yesterday over a thousand bucks per megawatt hour forwards. Based on that, that's where he'd be. Like that's was something like forty uh, percent of his revenue. <laughs> No, it's a complete disaster. Uh, energy is at the core of everything. We've talked about that extensively. Okay, the latest goings on over there, you get Nord Stream shut down again. So we had a big blip up in gas prices. But now in the meantime, the EEU Commission is announcing some sort of collaborative effort they're going to try to enforce to get countries to align with price caps and enforce price caps on Australia, Qatar, the U.S., the importers of LNG and Algeria, importers of gas into into Europe to attempt to enforce price caps. It's going to take 18 countries to get along with holding the line on some theoretical price cap situation. That's what the government is pushing there. It, it's had some effect on uh, near-term pricing. The uh, the uh, Price of uh, per decatherm of gas is stabilized back to where it was Monday. At but, about, but, uh, but, but hang on, but hang on, hang on. Yeah, I got that. But that's all banned. Look, the bottom it's line bending. is we told the Germans, it was, it was Trump and my, it tr told the Germans back when the Merkel came over, you have an entire economic system that you've predicated, industrial system that you've predicated on plentiful and cheap Russian natural gas. You are playing into the Russian's hand. If they ever decide to cut that off or raise the price, 
you're toast because you took your energy policy from a 13-year-old Scandinavian, petulant Scandinavian teenager, and you shut down everything else. Dave, just hang over a second. We got Dave Walsh. We got Ben Harnwell. We're going to have uh, Adam Adronsky talking about uh, uh, Newsom in California. It's a big payday out there for him as California devolves into a third world country with rolling brownouts and blackouts. And of course, the one and only Steve Cortez. We're on fire this morning in the war room. Be back in a moment. Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free no obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. Do this today. Take action. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we've got a lot going on today. Make sure um, you've got to go, and I don't, I don't know if Denver has it, but this vote cast, or the cast vote, I need everybody. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, I said it yesterday, but I wanted Mike, Mike, Mike Lindell to know it. We need everybody to go to this website on Frank's speech to go to your county. Somebody in North Carolina called me yesterday, talked to me after the show. After the show, Mike Lindell was on. They went to their county to get it, and the, and the, and the county uh, registrar says, what is going on? She says, you're the fifth person that's called in like the last 30 minutes and wants this. That's the power of the show. So I want to make sure we get the vote cast up. We only got another couple of days to do it. There's 3,200 counties in the country. We've already got over 1,000. I think we want all of them. So let's make sure we do that. Action, action, action. Also go to my, um, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Check out all the sales for Labor Day. It's intense. You know the kids are going back. You need the toppers. Everybody needs a topper for their college mattress. Don't want them sleeping on that mattress. Get them a topper. You get sales everywhere. You get to buy one, get one free. So go check it out. The armor-piercing shell. That is Mike Lindell. And make sure you go to VoteCast. I want to get that up. Put it up on Getter. Everybody today, and I'm so proud of this audience, of, of how they reacted. Um, I've got Dave, Dave Walsh, Ben Harnwell. We're going to be joined by the Open Books guys here in a moment about uh, news coming out of California. And the reason I want to have Cortez up, this 
California, Illinois, New York comparison. And I'm going to throw Pennsylvania in there because you got Wolf now saying he wants $3,000 paid out. You know, they're sitting on the Saudi Arabia of natural gas. Pennsylvania, New York, Eastern Ohio, and parts of West Virginia are Saudi Arabia. It's be- it's greater than the Permian Basin, right? Remember, the whole oil thing started up there, right? But greater than the Permian Basin. We're blessed with three Saudi Arabias, one in Alaska, one in Texas, and one in West Texas, and one up there in Pennsylvania, New York. And, of course, they, they, they restrict it because of this madness, and it's madness, mass psychosis about uh, the Green New Deal and the transition. So you don't do that. So nobody's got jobs. Nobody's not, Working class people don't have high-paying value-added jobs. No. They got a now. I told you they're going to do stimulus. So now you got Wolf, the governor, saying we need three thousand dollars. Remember, taxpayers got to pay for that. When you're writing off the student debt, you're paying for it. When you're giving somebody three thousand dollars, you're paying for it. It's not free. It's not free. The politicians treat it like it's free. You out there, you hardworking people, check your check your tax. You know, yeah, fifty. If you're a middle class person, do you understand fifty percent more of all your money? goes to some sort of government agency. It's not just the marginal tax rates. It's everything you pay. Add it up at the end of the year. Just add it up. So you're pay- you should act like a shareholder. You should say, hey, hang on for a second. I'm funding this. Half of my, my time is everything. Half of your time that you monetize through a thing called work, right? That you monetize through a thing called work, 50% of that or more goes to underwrite this madness, to underwrite it. And does anybody ask you your opinion of it? That's what, remember, the reason they hate Trump, in Washington, D.C., not in the room, not in the deal. That's the way, not in the room, not in the deal. Trump puts you not only in the room, he puts you at the head of the table. That's why they hate him. Remember, they were loving up on him when he was just on TV and all the stuff. He was part of the class. They were loving up on him. He had all the celebrities, had everybody hit. They had no problem with Trump. They loved Trump. Kind of over the top, kind of crazy. Wow, they loved that stuff. He, they, he was part of the club. It's only when he started coming out and, and, and started hammering at being a populist nationalist and giving you a voice and putting you in the room. That's when he became a demon. Now they got to put him in prison and take all his wealth. They got to put his kids in prison. They got everybody around him. They got to destroy. That's what it's about. This it gets down to the basics of who's in control. Are they in control or are you in control? Just ask yourself that. Steve Cortez, give me a, a market update today. Okay. Sure. Janet Yellen, I'm, I'm not making this up. Go to Getter because it's on Axios, but I, had, I put it up on Getter, and I want everybody in that Getter feed. I told somebody today, if you go to that Getter feed, I'm not sure you need to go to college. I mean, I think it would be good. We'd give you a reading list, but it, it, to educate you how the world works. Steve Cortez, I'm not making this up. This is not a parody. Right. Axios had it. Janet Yellen, the headline is, if we can pull that up, and Denver may not have it, but I'll describe it to people. Axios had this morning that the Secretary of Treasury, Janet Yellen, is going to the Detroit Economic Club, which is the most important prestige of all the economic clubs. Where I was really, I think, the first one. And it was, right. it was created during the time of when they were an economic powerhouse in the manufacturing center of the world that won World War II, right, because of their productivity and smarts and mass manufacturing. She's going to the Detroit Economic Club, I think it is today, and she's going to take a victory lap. They're right. out taking I'm not making this up. She's taking I know. Axios headline. The White House is pushing this as the victory tour. Right. Cortez, brother, help me out here. I mean, I've heard gaslighting, but this is like whole next. This right. is next level, right? right. Sir, tell me, tell no, me about this, your your opinion Steve, of the victory tour. This level of gaslighting would embarrass the Ministry of Information for North Korea. Okay, that's the reality. 
That's how disconnected from the economic anxiety out there in the country Janet Yellen is. Uh, Janet Yellen, by the way, who lied to the American people repeatedly, telling us that inflation was, quote, transitory. And uh, to get to those points about energy, Steve, as we speak right now, natural gas today up 2% at $9.30. When Janet Yellen and Joe Biden came into office, it was $2.50, because you're exactly correct. This country of ours, this amazing land of the United States has been blessed by almighty God with oceans of natural gas underneath our feet if we choose to harness it. We did under President Trump and we had dependable, stable, affordable domestic natural gas, which is really the primary fuel for the factories and farms of America. We have exactly the opposite today. By the way, that's U.S. prices. Okay, that's for futures prices for delivery in the United States. As you mentioned, the situation, of course, is far worse in Europe because the countries of Europe effectively decided to make a snotty uh, Swedish teenager their their minister of energy. They also decided, along with Joe Biden, to massively escalate what is a regional crisis into an international crisis, sending energy prices skyrocketing there. Let's learn the lessons of Europe and not travel down that path now. Uh, But to this point of, of Janet Yellen, it's fascinating that she's going to the Detroit Athletic Club and trying to claim that there's something good to say about the American economy. Steve, where she really ought to be going, and I'm not trying to be snarky here because this is the sad reality, she should be going to a soup kitchen. Because Americans cannot afford right now to pay their most basic bills. Forget about the lavish things in life, about the luxuries of life. They can't pay their most basic bills. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, one out of every six American households, 20 million households in the United States, are behind right now on their utilities. And they expect, this is according to Bloomberg News, not a right-wing organization, a tsunami of shutoffs. People are literally going to be living without power in the United States. Millions upon (laughs) millions of people. By the way, the whole thing of, of, of the repossession. Here's what Janet Yellen. Here's what we propose in the war room for Janet Yellen today. Is in, when she's in Detroit, just don't go to the Economic Club, the Tony Economic Club. You should go into inner city Detroit. We'll sponsor it. We'll only have registered Democrats come from from inner city Detroit, and let's have a town hall, and let's have an open sure. mic, and let's have those citizens of inner city Detroit, pr- principally minority. I want them to talk about the repossession of the cars. I want them to talk about the credit card bills blowing up. I want to talk about the, they have, they're later on their rents. They're, they're going to get thrown out. Either they're foreclosed on their mortgage or they're later on their rents or that now they can't pay the utility bills because of Biden's economic policies. I yes. want Janet Yellen to sit there with an open mic and have only registered Democrats. I don't want any Republicans right. and no independents. I just want registered Democrats to open mic and I want them to address Jan, I want Janet Yellen to make her pitch on the victory tour. I right. want her to tell no, you don't right. understand this. Agree. Steve, how do you think that would play out, sir? Yeah. Uh, well, it would be fascinating television, wouldn't it, to see Dr. Yellen uh, with her PhD from Yale, with her credentials that, you know, by the, the standards of the ruling class, couldn't be any more august uh, to have her actually talk to real Americans and, and connect with their anxiety, their, their very deeply felt angst because of what she and Joe Biden and Jerome Powell have done to them economically. You know, speaking of Michigan, University of Michigan is the gold standard when it comes to consumer sentiment surveys. And in their survey, which goes all the way back to the 1950s, consumer confidence in the United States has never been lower than it is today. So, yes, Dr. Yellen should go and speak to regular Americans. Of course, we're not going to hold our breath for that to happen. To, to connect this back to financial markets, Steve, and what's going on today, a couple of things. You know, I mentioned Soup Kitchen. Well, two very prominent soup companies, two soup, soup processors, came out with earnings before the bell today, and each of them is down more than 5%. Hormel and Campbell Soup, 
Both of them, uh, the reason these stocks are getting crushed down 6% on the day on HRL and CPB are the tickers, and I'm not trying to pick on these companies, they are emblematic of a much larger trend of any company that is consumer facing right now is just floundering when it comes to the stock market. That is the reality. And even worse than that, I think that's an interesting data point, but it's more anecdotal um, on a more macro basis. And this is critical. If we uh, can, folks, let's please pull up chart number one, because I want to show what's going on with treasury yields. This is the treasury two-year yield. We normally talk about the 10-year yield. This is the two-year yield, which is more sensitive to the Federal Reserve, which finally realizes that it has to raise rates. Uh, too little, too late, but at least they're finally getting the message of just how pernicious and systemic the inflation is in the United States. Two-year yield in the United States, as that chart shows, has not been this high at 3.5% since 2007. Now, Steve, we know what happened 2008 and 2009. What we have going on right now, as you can see there, a massive spike in rates Almost the moment Joe Biden took office, a spike in rates into a recession, which is the worst of all worlds. Normally, as we are heading into a recession, as a recession is deepening in the United States, you want to have the opposite effect. Rates normally would be going down. But these are the consequences, the ravages of stagflation. We have high interest rates, high inflation with a receding economy. And, and the markets, again, price is truth. There's no way you can price argue with truth. the bond market yeah. over where it okay. sees inflation right I want to make sure, and this is one of the powers of the show for people that sit there and go, well, look, I, I can't even balance my checkbook. All this stuff you talk about in finance and every time they talk about it, it's so confusing, stock market, bond market. These capital markets are living things, right? And they respond to real events. This is investors. These are people betting your pension funds every day. These are people that uh, sophisticated investors putting money to work. Is Joe Biden, and this is what the distraction is. This is what we're going to have MTG on to, to, to this afternoon because the Zen master, Jean-Pierre, is up yesterday saying that how DeSantis and MTG are the problems. They're the semi-fascist. Biden's going to go address the nation tonight while Yellen's running around on a, on a victory tour while the nation's being crushed. They're trying to change the conversation. The right. sophisticated investors in the world that are fiduciary obligation to put your pension fund at work are betting every second of every day. And you know what they're betting? You know what they said? They have rejected, rejected Joe Biden's economic plan. Am I not correct, uh, Cortez? They're saying right. this is a fiasco. Get me to something safe so I can weather this storm for a while because I don't know how bad the bottom's going to get. And Jim Cramer and you guys with the pom-poms on Fox Business and CNBC should be ashamed of yourself besides right. a few truth tellers that are out there, which I'm proud that we're one and we're not right. going to back off it. Cortez, am I not right? Are the smartest no, money in the world sitting there going, correct. this is a fiasco and all get, I just got to weather it. Give me some, give me some safety. Give me those short-term trades. Give me some safety right now because people are going to right. start getting wiped out Steve Cortez. No, listen, and, and to, to uh, give you an example of a very smart person, a lot of folks out there might know about Dr. Michael Burry, who gained fame in, in The Big Short. And a lot of folks have probably seen that movie or read the book, The Big Short. He was one of the earliest people, earliest investors to call the U.S. housing crisis back in 07, 08, 09. He made a, a vast personal fortune because of that. And so a lot of people listened to him. Well, lately he has talked about he doesn't like stocks or bonds because the 60-40 traditional blend that Wall Street normally advises for individuals where you have 60% stocks, 40% bonds for a long-term portfolio has been absolutely getting blasted with both guns. You're getting crushed on both sides, which is very, very unusual. Normally, when stocks do poorly, bonds do well and somewhat the inverse. 
Uh, both are getting blasted, which is why there is nowhere to hide. Where he is hiding effectively is in land. He's buying mass, personally, he's announced this, buying massive amounts of farmland. And we're seeing that more and more from really sophisticated investors. People like Bill Gates, we're no fan of Bill Gates' philosophy, but he's a smart guy when it comes to money. He's buying farmland. Hold it. That's the reality the, right now in, of what sophisticated in the CC, folks In the CCP, it's to get into another asset class. Okay. Short break. We're going to get to everybody. We're juggling here, but we got a lot going on today. Uh, as the war room steps up and powers through and makes his voice heard. Be back in just a second. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Now, take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find a ready hour, three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. It's what I call inflation-fighting food. This kit is packed with emergency meals, the kind that stay fresh for up to 25 years. And these meals not only stay fresh, they stay affordable too. That's because right now, My Patriot Supply is giving you $250 off this three-month kit. Get it, and you're guaranteed affordable meals when food prices get completely out of control. In other words, you'll lock in the affordable food for years to come. When you're ready for real preparedness, make sure to look for ready hour foods from My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com and save 250 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit. It ships fast and it ships free. Get yours now, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Action, action, action. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. I've got Cortez. I've got Harnwell. We're going to get Dave Walsh back up in a minute. But we're joined by Adam Andrievsky, uh, Open Books. You guys do an amazing job. Walk us through a huge story today. And if Denver gets a chance to put it up while he talks, Adam. And i got Cortez on. And I know, Adam, you're a Chicago, you're an Illinois guy. And, and Tierman, the great uh, Matthew Tierman, a uh, Chicago guy, too. I'm going to draw comparisons to Pritzker in Illinois, but I want you to talk about California, what you found out. And this is coming after, you know, we've had the great Dave Walsh and guys on here. This is coming after the announcement. And we had Grinnell on yesterday, you know, with Fix California, that they're making, they're they're out there saying, unplug your utilities and do it. By the way, we're all for conservation. I'm cutting lights off all the time. People know that. I'm on people nonstop uh, about conserving. Got to conserve. That's what conservatives do. You conserve, right? You're not, you're not profligate. But they're out there, and it's like a third-world country now. you got rolling brownouts, rolling blackouts, and new, but Newsom's raking it in. Walk us through your blockbuster. Uh, and Newsom, hey, brother, you think, you know, you, you and Lady Macbeth there think you're going to just run the tables and become a national political superstar. And we're the first guy to call it that you're going to be the king of the Democratic Party on the evening of November 8th, and you're going to be their nominee. We got that part. But you're going to get deconstructed at every level. And he is totally and completely corrupt. Am I wrong, Adam? I mean, he's back to the old Tammany Hall. Pay to, it's it's pay to play in California. I want everybody in California watching this show. 
that are sitting there getting a rolling brownout or a blackout today or unplugging your utilities and cutting your air conditioning up. If you're in the Inland Empire and your air conditioning is at 79 or 80, right? Think about what Gavin Newsom's making. Adam and Gieski, tell me about this blockbuster report. So if you're in California, I think that you already knew that state government was a favor factory, but you didn't know the depth of what was going on. So for the first time in history on an historic announcement, last week we opened the books. It was a decade-long battle. We did what the governor, the controller, the attorney general, the state lawmakers, the state bureaucrats, a Sacramento Superior Court judge wouldn't do. We opened the books on the line-by-line state checkbook in the state of California. So today we launched the news right on your program, Steve, that we took the governor's campaign donor disclosures, we matched it up with the state vendor list. Here's what we found. Governor Newsom engaged and embraced in the highly unethical fundraising activity for his campaign fund by soliciting up to a thousand state vendors for campaign cash. They gave him $10.6 million just last year, those thousand vendors received $6.2 billion in one year, fiscal year 2021, from state agencies. This is uh, it, this is the definition of fascism. I mean, this is where this is how Mussolini and these guys ran it. You had this state control, all powerful, no disclosures, fighting everything. And when guys come in as vendors, you got to pay up. It's it, is this just raw, naked, pay to play, sir? So you, you talk about the utilities. In our piece at Substack today, we showcase six of the utilities. They gave Governor Newsom over $400,000 worth of campaign cash. You've got big banks, right? The biggest banks with state contracts. They gave uh, Governor Newsom, just three of them, about $200,000 worth of campaign cash. You've got six major healthcare companies. I mean, we're talking the two blues, Anthem Blue Cross, Blue Cross of California, United Healthcare, and the like. Those six healthcare companies, they gave Newsom about $700,000 worth of campaign cash. Just those healthcare companies received $1.9 billion last year in state payments. It's uh, Cortez, jump in here for a second. This is the way that this is state. This is why the the Democrats love the state control of California. This is the model, by the way, that Newsom is going to present to the entire nation. He's going to say the California model versus the Trump or the DeSantis, you know, Florida's a state or Trump's overall MAGA plan. He's going to present, you know, sanctuary cities and, and sanctuary for transgender. But his economic model, he's going to roll that out. Cortez, compare this is Illinois on, on steroids, is it not, sir? Correct. You know, it's, it's Illinois with some sunshine. And uh, Adam Adjewski does such amazing work. I uh, really started in Illinois exposing the uh, insane corruption of that state government and thankfully has taken his work nationally. And, and you know, sunlight is indeed the best disinfectant, uh, as he has shown. To connect this back to electoral politics and particularly presidential politics, I find it fascinating that both Newsom and Governor Pritzker, both of them clearly are running for president of the United States. Uh, and yet each of them presides over a state that is failing in so many ways. You know, I refer to California as paradise lost because only liberals could ruin a place, a land that is as blessed as California is naturally. But they have, in fact, ruined it, which is why people are leaving in mass. You know, yesterday I talked about the great migration that's going on in the United States, people leaving the blue states and gravitating to places like Texas and Tennessee and Florida. The three biggest losing states, not surprisingly, in terms of net population loss, have been Illinois, New York and California. So people are very much voting with their feet. But despite that, 
both of these megalomaniac governors believe that they can and should be the president of the United States. I can tell you this as somebody who hopes to be uh, one of the uh, the media warriors on the side of Donald Trump or whoever the America First nominee is. I, of course, hope it's Donald Trump. As somebody who hopes to do political battle against them, I pray that we get a nominee like Newsom or like a Pritzker uh, because we will have ample, ample yes. resources uh, and and and. A substance to go after with them on regarding how much they, how badly they have mismanaged their states. And by the way, let me also just say, as an aside, in the case of Pritzker, I think we're going to beat him for governor first, and we're going to derail his presidential plans. That's coming up in just the, uh, what sixty-seven the, days. In in Darren Bailey, I tell you what, Adam, if you can just please hold on. I know you got other media hits because when I come back, I just want you to walk through the process. This is what it is: steely resolve and not backing off. When you're going to hear how you actually got to the open books and got to the check, as soon as the books were open, just took them a couple of days to connect dots. They're going to have a lot more to show about this. But it was the process of how they got there. Okay, we're going to take a short break. Also, I want to remind everybody, the second part of my end of the dollar empire is up today. You can get it. Go to uh, go to birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. This is totally free. You guys overwhelmingly got the politics of money. This is about the falling reserve currency. And I'm going to put up later in the show, the Financial Times, as Steve Cortez says, the Financial Times is finally agreeing with us. Okay, short break. We got a whole crowd of experts going to join us in the next hour. Just strap in. The next hour of the war room will start. Guess when? 90 seconds. Back in a moment. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. 
They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. 